0: Congratulations, my friends. It is Friday. You have made it through another work week. Maybe it's the morning and you just have got one more day to go. Good job. We're just two days away from Sunday, the highlight of any week. And so I hope you have a great work day today and you rest up on Saturday and you are ready to worship on Sunday. I have been looking forward to this all week. Now that we thoroughly know the background to Psalm 3, we're going to get into it. Now, what will help us is if you go uh, after this podcast, if you go on Apple Music or however you like to listen to music and you find the song called Thou, O Lord, and a lot of people sing it, I'm listening to right now the version by the Prestonwood Choir. So the song is Thou, O Lord, by the Prestonwood Choir, and you listen to that. Man, you'll have some worship. You got to be careful when you drive, though, because if you're like me, you want to thrust both hands up into the air in praise and worship and drive with your knees. Just be careful, though. I don't want to be responsible for any damage you might do to others or yourself. But if you do this, make sure you're in a safe straightaway because it's going to get real worship wise. Okay. So Psalm chapter number three. So now that you know exactly what David's facing, he's hiding in a cave. Everybody's against him. His own flesh and blood is trying to kill him. He's already taken over the kingdom. David writes, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Now for David, that was certainly true. The sheer number of people that were disloyal to David after his good and wise rule for so many decades—it's amazing—and that's what he's saying. He's saying, "Lord, how are they increased that trouble me?" Now, I don't know if you can hear in my voice, but there's an exclamation mark there, and he's—he's it, it, he's saying it's amazing. He's saying it like an exclamation: "How many are they increased that trouble me?" Verse two of Psalm three: "Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God." Selah. What he's saying is there's so many people that are against me and there's so many people that are saying about me, there's no help for him in God. Now, when you have a testimony for the Lord and everybody knows that you're a Christian, be honest, don't you sometimes feel a responsibility to keep it together in front of other people? Like you go through a hard time, but it's not too hard. You're always on top side. Well, God will take care of it. But then when you really start to think about your situation and you're maybe alone, maybe you're on your bed, I, I kind of like to think that that this right here is, is maybe somebody who is tired, who's asleep. I, I think so because he's about to say, I laid me down, slept and awaked. Maybe he is on his bed. He can't sleep. And he's saying, all these people are saying about me that God's not even helping me. And, and you might know that God is going to help you, but it doesn't seem like to anybody else that God is helping you. That's where David's at. He's, he's really as low as he has ever been. As low as you can go. His terrible situation. And he turns to the Lord. Abraham Lincoln said, I have been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for that day. And that's where David was. And many are they increased. Many there be which say there's no help for him in God. And then he says, Selah. Selah is many times in the Psalms, but it just means pause and think. It's sort of an, an, an emphasis on what was just said. So he's basically saying, think about that. Would you think of that? Yeah, it's real bad, but verse number three, oh man, this is where you get to worshiping. This is the exciting verse. it says, But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. That's really the turning point in every situation, but God, but thou, O Lord, everything is bad. it could not get any worse. I don't know how it could possibly ever be resolved, but thou, O Lord, <laughs> art a shield for me. My glory and the lifter up of mine head. Everybody's out to get me. The kingdom is mocking me, but you are my shield. Now you think about that. God is your shield. They can't touch you unless God wills it. God said to Abraham in Genesis 15:1, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. You as a believer in God, a believer in Christ, a Christian, Ephesians six sixteen. it says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. David is, is described as a man of war. His kingdom was known by war. It was God's will for him to, to conquer Israel's enemies so his son Solomon could eventually rule in peace. But even though David was a mighty man of war, even though he had his mighty men of valor, he knew that his shield was God. It wasn't Joab. It wasn't his his real shield. The real person who was responsible for protecting him and his kingdom was God. Many are they increased that trouble me, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me my glory and the lifter up of mine head. You're the one that encourages me, Lord. You're the one that protects me. Verse number four, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill, Selah. Think about that. I cried in the pit, in the cave, literally in the cave, on the run, in hiding, trying to keep it quiet where I'm at because Absalom's trying to kill me. And when God seemed so far away, I cried, and God heard me. Friend, God hears you. And it might seem like he's really far away sometimes. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're in your bed at night. Maybe you are in your car alone. Maybe you're all by yourself on a walk in your neighborhood or through the woods in a field. You just got that phone call. And God seems very, very far away. But he is as close as the mention of his name. <laughs> hot dog. Come on. He hears you. He's right there. I cried and he heard me. And so what do he do? Verse five, I laid me down and slept. I awaked for the Lord sustained me. Here's what you got to do. Give it to God and go to sleep. What are you going to change by worrying about it? That's where David was. He said, there's literally nothing I can do. God is going to have to work this out. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to sleep. And then look what he says, I awaked for the Lord sustained me. God had his shield around me while I was sleeping. If, if somebody's going to touch me, if they're going to get at me, it's because God is going to allow it. So I'm going to be fine. My anxiety, I'm going to leave at the feet of Jesus. All of my cares and worries, I'm going to cast upon the Lord because he cares for me amazingly, even more than I could care for myself. And David says, you're my shield. I'm going to give it to you. I'm crying to you with my voice. So I am going to sleep and I'm going to wake up if it's God's will. And here in the chapter, he did. So verse number six, I'll keep reading. I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have, have set themselves against me roundabout. He's saying 10, and that, that really wasn't an exaggeration. There were that many people trying to get to David. But he said, what do I have to be afraid of? When the Lord is my shield. (laughs) I mean, let's go. Give it your best shot. And you know, when you know that God is your shield, the things that you have going on, the vicious attacks that uh, somebody might be throwing at you, even the sickness of the body, you realize, well, it's all up to the Lord. Have you ever been to that point where it was really out of your hands? I mean, really and truly, you had tried everything. Uh, and maybe the doctor said, there's nothing more we can do. Maybe you had done all you were supposed to do. And still this terrible thing had happened or these attacks. It just seemed like one after another. 10,000s, verse number six: Ten thousands of people set themselves against me roundabout. Yeah, you've been there. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. I'll keep reading. Verse 7, arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. David started looking back. I love that song, We Will Remember. We will remember, we will remember, we will remember the works of thy hands. When you start to look back at all God has done for you, David said, man, wait a second, I've been here in the cave before when Saul was trying to get me, when it seemed totally hopeless then. Look. The kingdom is God's, God's gonna take care of it. I belong to God, God's gonna take care of me. God had me anointed to be king, God's gonna take care of me. That's what he says in verse number eight, the last verse, salvation belongeth unto the Lord. He was saying, if I'm gonna be saved out of this situation, it's up to God. He said, thy blessing is upon thy people, Selah. Israel belongs to the Lord, he says. Selah, think about that. So he went to sleep. You today, I want you to think about this. You ever seen a mosquito net around the bed? And that's put all around the bed. And so that person can sleep in peace. Because even though there's a horde of mosquitoes trying to get to you, it's not going to happen. Today, right now, it might seem hopeless. It might seem real rough. But thou, oh Lord, art a shield for me. Nobody is getting through that shield unless God wills it. So I'm going to be fine with whatever happens. Okay, now I want you to go do that, all right? I want you to go look up thou, oh Lord by the Preston Wood Choir, you might need to pull over because some worship is about to happen. Lord, thank you that you are our shield. Thank you that you're my shield. Thank you that you're my glory and that you are the lifter up of mine head. You offer me that protection, that encouragement. Lord, I pray that you would do that for the listener today. Pray that whatever they're going through in life, that they would give it to you and they would leave their anxiety with you and they would trust you to get them through whatever situation they're going through. We love you, Lord. Give us a great weekend, a great Sunday at Mountain View. In Jesus' name, amen.